This episode of the Mainly Plants podcast is sponsored by Health IQ, an insurance company that helps health-conscious people like whole food plant-based, vegans, runners, cyclists, weightlifters, and vegetarians get lower rates on their life insurance. Go to healthiq.com slash MPP, as in Mainly Plants podcast. That's healthiq.com slash MPP. To support the show and see if you qualify today. Oh, it's the Mainly Plants Podcast. My name is Ryan Furman. I am a certified plant-based nutritionist and personal trainer. The website is mainlyplants.com, social media at mainlyplants, uh, or you can email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. You can also get a hold of me through the website, or you can DM me through social media. Um, what else? Housekeeping. Oh, Amazon. If you're going to do Amazon shopping, please, please hit up amazon.com slash mainlyplants if you have any problems with that. Just go to mainlyplants.com, click on Shop Amazon, and the navigation will take you right there. doesn't cost you anything, um, but it helps me out to continue to help you guys out. I think that's as far as it goes with the usual stuff. Um, okay, so, you know, I was kind of sitting around all week thinking about what to do this week's podcast on, um, and I feel like we've been very... Um, very data heavy lately, you know, which is great because it gives you guys a lot of information. Um, but it also gets a little exhausting. And, you know, when you have to listen to it, you know, usually people listen to podcasts when they're doing something else. So it's hard to remember all these, you know, numbers and facts and stuff like that. Um, so I wanted to have more of a discussion with you guys today. However, I don't have anybody to discuss back with me um, because this is a solo podcast. But um, I wanted to kind of talk to you guys about something, and I'll have there's there is going to be some um, some facts and studies for a part of it. But I wanted this week to be a little more conversational with you guys, and I got helped out by a listener, and she wrote, "Let's see, let me pull it up real quick." She wrote, hi, if I had a nickel for every time I heard, quote, we are all different, so we need different diets, unquote, as just as a justification for people writing off a whole food plant-based diet, I'd be a millionaire. So would I, Nicole. Um, most times, this comes from the Atkins type, and unfortunately, some in my family. Uh, uh, happens in my family, too. Happens more with my friends. Um, and she goes on to write, do you hear this a lot, and how do you answer this? She also writes that she likes my no-bullshit approach, which I appreciate also. So let's talk about it. I hear this all the time. I hear it all the time. We're all different, so we need different diets. But, well, let's talk about, let's talk about the facts first, okay? There is, there is this thing called the blood type diet, where depending upon which blood type you are, it means that you should be eating a different type of diet. And there's this book called Eat Right for Your Type. And it makes these claims 
that people with different blood types should be eating different foods. For example, type O blood types should be um, eating a lot of meat because they have hunter, quote unquote, hunter blood. Whereas type A blood type people should be eating less meat. And in one of the world's most prestigious nutrition journals, a systematic review of the evidence supporting blood type diets was published and they didn't find any. Um, diets based on the, the blood type diet system have been promoted a lot, especially over the last decade, but even more so like in the last, I would say the last pff, two to three years is when I've really been noticing it. But there's just no evidence to support the effectiveness of these diets. And in the, in the Journal of Norwegian Medical Association, Nor Journal of the Norwegian Medical Association, there were a bunch of papers that came out after a, a day-long scientific seminar held by the society, the Norwegian Society for Nutrition. And roughly 40,000 copies of that book sold in Norway. So, you know, they wanted to really figure out if this was true. And they really wanted to determine if these blood type diets are fact or if they're nonsense. And what they concluded is that it was nonsense. And what is so ridiculous is that the blood type diet is promoted and justified in that book by quote unquote scientific arguments. However, the authors don't really take any initiative to prove these, these claims. They just present them as facts, and because it's in a book, people believe it. That's just kind of how the world works. Now, the argument that is made in the book sound, you know, might sound scientific, and they might use a lot of jargon that makes people think that it is. But there is a fundamental misunderstanding of the science, okay? Describing the book's understanding of some basic tenets of blood type biology as absurd. Now, if the author um, had practiced his his medicine in, in Norway, practiced his his uh his uh, hypotheses in Norway as opposed to the states, he would be in violation of what's called the quack law, okay? Now, the book cites the work of blood type biochemists, but if you ask the actual experts, as the scientists that they are, they say that they obviously have to keep an open mind, but not so open that your brains fall out, okay? It must be stated that an open mind should not exceed, extend to some of the non-scientific literature where there are books on the blood type diet um, and it's pure fantasy. The most recent and ridiculous of these claims is that individuals of each blood type must subscribe to a particular diet, which is what we're talking about. Now, I don't understand how anybody can just read a book like this and not do any kind of further research on it before changing their diet. Now what happened is that 
a, um, a professor of, of laboratory medicine at the Norwegian University of Science concluded that the authors of this book, um, their learnings must be considered junk and without scientific foundation. And what did that review find? Well, they sifted through over a thousand papers that might shed some light on the issue. And none of the studies showed an association between blood type diets and health-related outcomes. Let me repeat that. Over a thousand papers showed that there is zero association between blood type diets and health-related outcomes. So what they found was that there is no evidence currently that sticking to any kind of blood type diet will provide health benefits, despite the, the substantial claims found in books like this um, and within this kind of um, segment in the, in the healthcare industry. Now, get this, the author responded to that review on his website saying that there is, quote, good science behind this blood type diet, just like there was good science behind Einstein's mathematical calculations, unquote. And if blood type diets were just tested the right way, um, he would be vindicated. And he also complains that you just don't see any studies on blood type diets and nutrition because there's little um, to no interest and there's not really much money. Now, what's funny is that these authors have sold over 7 million books, okay? So $7 million or 7 million books, let me pull up my calculator here, 7 million and say it's, I don't have the book in front of me, say it's $15 for the book. You're looking at $105 million. Now minus, you know, lawyers' fees and the publishers' fees and the agents' fees. Say he gets even, you know, a third of that. He's they're still getting $35 million. Okay. So why don't they just fund their own studies? And I mean, after all, that's what the Atkins Corporation did to shed some um, legitimacy to their their product. And the short answer is that they did. In 1996, one of the authors wrote, quote, I am beginning the eighth year of a 10-year trial on reproductive cancers using the blood type diets. By the time I release the results in another two years, I expect to make it scientifically demonstrable um, that the blood type diet plays a role in cancer remission, unquote. Now, this was, this was 1996. So, the study ended in 1998. And what the results are, are who knows? Because he never released it. It's been, what, 1998? It's been 20 years later. And <coughs> he never released, never released the, the findings. Now, if you have favorable findings, you release them, especially if you are making money off of it. So we can only conclude that he didn't. Um, now, maybe he was just saying he was going to publish it, kind of hoping that, that people saw that and never expected to follow up. Who knows? Um, he, he, 10 years ago, said that he was currently conducting a 12-week randomized, double-blind, controlled trial implementing the blood type diet to determine its effects on the outcomes of patients with rheumatoid arthritis, and nothing has been... Uh, that was, let's see, when was that? That was 10 years ago. And that was, it was only a 12 week trial. 
Okay, so 12 weeks, that's three months. And it's been 10 years, longer than that, I think 12 years. So, I mean, what's what's the holdup? The, the short answer, and the only thing that I can infer is that just never got the results that he was hoping for. And which is why he, you know, there's this book that doesn't have any kind of um, validity to it when you actually look at the studies. But let's talk about kind of the non-scientific reason, you know, because when people, when I talk to people and they say, you know, all different people just need to have different diets. They're not necessarily talking about the blood type diet. That was just kind of a, a, a scientific proof that it's bullshit. Okay. But before we talk about that, I want to talk to you guys about health IQ. Okay, Health IQ is a life insurance company, and you guys should really check them out. I've been moaning for years that we need to be rewarded for living a healthy lifestyle, and finally a company has come along that does that. What they do is they use science and data to secure lower rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, like if you live a whole food plant-based diet, or if you're a strength trainer, or a cyclist, or a vegan. And 56% of Health IQ customers save up to 33% on their life insurance. So you're really pissing away money that you shouldn't be because a company like this will give you a discount because of your healthy lifestyle, which is pretty rad. Um, they have a 9.6 out of 10 on Trustpilot. If you've never heard of Trustpilot, go check it out. Um, it's a great uh, rating system for companies like this. And... They've been around, they're the, they're the, the, the fastest growing life insurance company. And what you need to do is you need to go to their website, healthiq.com slash MPP for Mainly Plans Podcast. And you can take a Health IQ quiz. And by scoring elite, you can get these savings. You can also show them that you have a membership to a qualifying association or gym um, for more than one year, uh, which can get you a discount also. Um, you can also give them a call. Their, their, web, their number is listed on their website. If you do give them a call, mention the uh, the unique link MPP so that they know that you got referred by the Mainly Plants podcast. They'll help you out. Um, they're a wonderful company. I've talked to them. Um, i talked to actual people there, and they couldn't be friendlier. So get your ass over to healthiq.com slash MPP to see if you qualify and to get your free quote. It costs you zero and you could save a ton of money okay so let's talk about let's talk about that whole um, different people need different diets and what I really think it comes down to is that people just don't want to change people are comfortable in their routine listen I love routine if if you know me if I I, I don't like change okay I love my daily routine. I love getting up, going to the gym, coming back, doing some work, eating, doing some more work, taking my dog for a walk. You know, every weekday is roughly the same for me. And that's because I like routines. People are uncomfortable with big changes, especially with something like their diet. You have to remember that people have been eating a certain way for a long time. I'm 33 years old. Most 33 year olds have been eating the same way for 33 years, or check that, let's say 30 years, okay? Since they could start eating solid foods or make up their minds about what they wanted to eat. 
But you get the idea. People have been eating a certain way for decades. And it's because we've had these values instilled in us. You know, whether it be our parents um, or our guardians or the the old uh, food pyramid, which is, but you know, just bogus bullshit anyway. But we've been taught a certain way and it's been reinforced for so long. I mean, you see so many commercials still for milk, for California cheese, for beef, it's what's for dinner, or, you know, billboards everywhere for Chick-fil-A. I mean, it's, it's the standard American diet has been shown to be deadly. It's a killer. It will kill you if you don't, if you eat it. If you eat the standard American diet, you will die from some disease or disorder. Now, it's normalized in our society. You know, we, we drive down the freeway and we see, like I said, billboards for Chick-fil-A or commercials for, you know, Jack in the Box or whatever the bullshit is. And it's because they're banking on the fact that you don't know any better. And most people don't. So when you go to somebody and you say, listen, you know, I'm going plant-based or I'm cutting out dairy or whatever it is that puts you in the minority, it makes people uncomfortable because whether you you know it or not um, and whether they know it or not, you are inadvertently challenging their beliefs because they believe that chicken and turkey are healthy and that, you know, a little bit of dairy is good for you and that, you know, grass-fed beef is good for you and, you know, grass-fed butter is good for you. But it's not. And when you say, I'm cutting that out because I want to be healthy, you're essentially saying to them, you're unhealthy because you're eating this stuff still. So first you need to recognize that you're challenging somebody's beliefs. And when you challenge somebody's beliefs, they can get very defensive. And that ranges from, you know, little jokes to hostile. And I've seen the whole entire spectrum. I've had people tell me I'm fucking crazy. I've had people tell me that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, and I've had people, you know, just make little jokes about it. You know, try to lighten their uncomfortableness with some humor. And it's all fine. I don't care one way or the other what, what they say. If somebody is willing to learn and willing to make a change, then they'll be open to you talking about it. They'll be open, open to discussing it with you. But if you talk to somebody and you present some evidence and they are still defensive and essentially just don't want to hear it, then you know that they're not ready to make a change and to listen. And there's no point in arguing with somebody like that, which is why I don't have arguments. You know, if, if, if I meet somebody who's new in my life and they ask me why I'm vegan or why I'm whole food plant-based, I'll tell them, I'll say, listen, because it's really the only diet, the only way to eat to ensure optimum health. And if they show curiosity, I'm happy to talk to them about it. But if they go the whole, you know the other end of the spectrum and say that's you know absurd, I'll say okay, well you know you can do what you want. I'm happy to answer questions for you, but you know whatever. If you're not comfortable talking about it, that's fine. So it really depends. What I'm getting at is it really depends on the person that you're talking to. And kind of getting back to the listener question, you know. How do I answer this? How do I answer, quote, we are all different, so we need different diets? Well, if somebody said that to me, I would say, well, we are all different, but we don't need different diets. 
there have been multiple studies to show that have proven multiple independent, non-special interest, peer-reviewed studies that have shown that eating a whole food plant-based diet is safe and healthy for people of any age and any ethnicity and background. Meaning if you live on the planet Earth and you are a human being, studies have shown that a, a whole foods plant-based diet is the way to optimum health. It is the healthiest diet you can have. Now, I would also continue on and say this. Listen, if you're not comfortable with changing your diet, that's fine and that's your decision. That's all you have to say. You're not, we're not here to, we're not here to force anybody to change. What I'm here to do, and hopefully you guys are doing the same with spreading the word, is educating people who are open to being educated. I'll say, listen, I'm, all, all I'm doing is providing you with the facts. It's up, on, up to you to make up your mind on what you want to do. But these are facts. They're irrefutable facts. It's irrefutable that animal products will lead to disease and disorder and put you at higher risk for diseases and disorder. And it's a fact that eating a whole food plant-based diet reverses and prevents disease and disorder. So what would you rather have? People say, well, you know, we'll, we'll say, yeah, but you know, I just can't, I can't give up cheese or I can't give up bacon. And that's when I say, well, you can, but you don't want to, which is fine. It's your call. It's, it's your body. It's nobody else's body. It's your body. What I would suggest to you is think about your children and think about your potential grandchildren and think about your spouse. Do you want to be as healthy as you can be for them? Because your life might be yours, but you're sharing with other people. Now, enter in my dilemma, right? Um, because, you know, not everybody that I know and care about is whole food plant-based. And I understand that not everybody's going to be whole food plant-based. But I'm trying to lead by example because I want these people that I love and care about to be as healthy as possible. So if I'm doing the cooking, it's going to be whole food plant-based and it's going to be so fucking delicious that they won't care and they'll like it and they'll see that eating whole food plant-based isn't boring and it can be delicious. You know, and even if you get them to to show a little progress towards eating whole food plant-based, you know, if you have, you know, a stubborn dad or a stubborn mom or a stubborn spouse or whoever it is who refuses, okay, there's nothing you can do about that. But you can help them have a little progress. Here, honey, here's, you know, a fresh cold-pressed juice. Or here, you know, here's a great um, recipe that I cooked up, you know, tell me how you like it, or whatever. You can influence people. And that's kind of what it's all about, you know. So what do I say? I give them the facts, short and sweet, and then kind of go off of their their uh, response. If they're open to hearing about it, I can talk for fucking days. You guys know this. I can talk for days about the benefits of a whole food plant-based diet through, not just through diet. I mean, I can I can talk about it through through health effects and health benefits. I mean, I have, what, 80, I think this is the 80th podcast. So I have, you know, what, 40 hours of me waxing poetic about facts about how it's good for you. But I can also talk about how it's good for the environment 
and how it's good for animal rights and all that kind of stuff as well. So, you know, that's a different side of things that I like to leave out of this podcast itself. But I will also bring that up if I'm pressed on it. So, for example, you know, people will say to me, you know, uh, I don't, I, I'm, I, you know, I, I stop eating meat because I feel bad for the cows or you know, animal rights or whatever. And that's what I'll say. Well, listen, I, I appreciate that you're saving a, a ton of lives. Um, however, here are some facts about the dairy industry. If you're still eating cheese. If you're open to hearing about it, here's why the dairy industry is is horrific. So it's kind of this this quagmire. It's this spider web, right? And I was you know I was thinking about it in bed the other day about the podcast about how you know I, I talk about one thing one topic per podcast usually, and each topic has like A, B, and C subtopics. And then the next week, I'll talk about another topic, and that'll have D, E, and F subtopics. But A, B, and C subtopics from the week before correspond to, you know, D, E, and F, and it's this whole spider web where everything's interconnected. So once you start talking about one thing, you end up, you know, 20, 30 minutes later in a whole other area that has nothing to do with the beginning because of this spider web. Everything's connected. And is what I'm trying to say. And sometimes you just kind of go off on tangents like this podcast is. But I hope, I really hope that I answered your question. And I really hope that 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 you guys kind of understand what I'm trying to say. I know that I can, uh, I can babble. But what it comes down to is I'll tell them that if they say different diets for different people, um, I'll tell them that Biologically speaking, incorrect. However, you know, it's your choice. If you, There's different diets for different people because everybody's different in terms of their mentality, not because of their bio- biology. And that kind of separates the argument away from fact, right? Because there are facts that that's not true. And then you kind of get into the, the muddy gray areas. Anyway. That's this week's podcast. Um, if I wasn't clear about anything, just let me know. Please email me, ryan at mainlyplants.com. Questions, comments, concerns, podcast topics that I haven't covered that you would want me to, t- to, to uh, cover. I'm more than happy to take suggestions. Um, hit me up on social media. Check out the website. And until next week, go eat a salad. <laughs>